on the brakes in your normal spot, Route 110 down to Treble Cove Road. 93 southbound, we have traffic from Daskam Road down into Boston. Your stop and go the entire way. 495 southbound, still have a crash being cleared at exit 97 at 93. Route 1, you're slow from 95 to 90, Route 99 through uh, Peabody. 495 southbound, we got a vehicle from northbound. I'm sorry, we have a vehicle spun out at Route 110 in Chelmsford. That's the latest from the Morning Buzz Traffic Desk. All right, uh, mix of sun and clouds with a shower or two possible today. High of 67. Clear to partly cloudy tonight, low of 50. And a uh, beautiful day tomorrow, mostly sunny, mild, 67 again. Busy day today. Grand Central. Ryan Russman's here. Jimmy Dunn's going to be coming in this hour. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, our friends from uh, Jack Daniels are going to be in. Uh, so if you want to hang out and get, get Liddy, you know. You want to get Liddy McTitty? Uh, come on in, you can hang Liddy out with McQuad? us. Liddy McQuad? Did you say Liddy <laughs> No, I didn't wow. say Wow. It's a name. Oh, it's a name. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I know come you don't know. That's what's know, fun like, about I mean, it. Liddy, Liddy, Liddy McDiddy. No, no, Liddy McDiddy. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Let's do the pop quiz. Pop quiz! Wow. So, Ryan, as we have told you, if you've listened to this segment, you well know that... Uh, not the most uh, up-to-date on, you know, pop culture. Not True. his thing. No, not my thing. Not his thing. <clears throat> Can I ask what the last movie you watched is? The last movie I watched? Oh, it was Mulan. The, the live-action one with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, last album you listened to? No. <laughs> not, nothing, no, not at all. No, no. Uh, the first question is a band name. Okay. Oh, come on. No, 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 you can do this. I can? Look, just look, have faith. All right, I'm okay. ready. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you go. Look at you. See, told you. There's one right there. Nice. Yes. Yes. All right, so there's one out of five. Scott McMullen, question for the council. Uh, mine is also a uh, music question. Blink. 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 Blank. Blank. Your eyes. Nope. No. Blink what? The band Blink Your Eyes. There's not a chance. Not a that, chance. Was a, that was a fastball. That was that our was fastball. That was like, like really the tight. Answer, got it. Uh, 182. Blink, Blink 182. 182. Okay. That's the name of the band. Yes. Yeah. What's the 182 stand for? Good question. Yeah. Okay. Laura, next gotcha. question. He's one and one. What is the meaning of YOLO? Y-O-L-O. Oh, I know this. We just talked about this. You only live once. Look at you. You're batting 500. Well, you know, it was an expression that was back, in, I think, in like the 80s, mm-hmm. 90s, mm-hmm. 90s, I think. Okay. It still happens today. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Cool. All right. Kelly Brown Thank is you. question number four or five for the counselor. It's been all over the place, uh, Ryan. Yes. story, the divorce of Tom and Giselle. Yes, I saw that. Bunjin ding ding. What's your saying? What? Giselle Bunjin ding ding. Well, see, that was my, it's funny you're saying that because that's my question. What is Giselle's last name? I just butchered it, I think. Bushinding? <laughs> you, you think? Uh, it's, it's, it's a real, it's, 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 um, okay, it's Brazilian. Stop, stop. Brazilian yeah. Could you just say Bushinding? Ding? <laughs> Bushin? ah. I just, not even, Ryan, there's not even one ding at the end. There's not even one ding? Bunchen. I love the Bunchen ding. Giselle ding, ding, ding. Bunchen. 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 All right, ding, so ding. you're two for three. Okay, two for okay. four. Two for uh, four. And, All right. Uh, uh, so here we go. Yes. Where would one typically ask for a happy ending? Oh, the story. 
At where? At a movie, like a story, a movie, like you always want to have for you, Ryan. <laughs> right? <laughs> like the, I hate terrible endings like that. Sad like, endings. You know, I'm with you. you I love, prefer much so, more of a happy. What ending. you're saying is you love happy endings. Sure. Yeah. The yeah. sad ones are like I hate yeah. sad movies. You nobody uh, wants a sad. How one. How would you describe a sad one? Mm. Oh, like if the like the main character dies. Yes. Oh, I don't have right. a problem with or, that. Or right. you know. So somebody, what you're saying is you love happy endings. I do. Yes. I've said that <laughs> twice now. I Don't clearly am walking into something you I shouldn't have to do. Stop yeah, you saying it. Saying just, you stop. Uh, you have done nothing wrong, Counsel. Okay. You have said mm. nothing wrong. No. All right. Uh, no, no a, a massage parlor would uh, be the answer of where you would oh, find it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Not cool. Yeah, that is not cool. That's not. We were just talking about movies. Yeah, that's we true. were. Yeah, we yeah. were happy endings. Um, <laughs> Kelly gave him the hand signal. I'm like, come Kelly on. Kelly gave him the hand signal. <laughs> All right. All right. That is a happy ending to your massage. Right? Robert Kraft got the. Uh, oh. The, the happy ending. Oh. Happy oh. Ending. oh. Okay. It's, you know, yeah. it's. It is good that you didn't know that, but it's, I would have thought maybe somewhere along the line, someone would have needed just, some defense. It, it just right. didn't come, it's never come up. Honey. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's for the happy ending. Yeah. Okay, here we <laughs> go. I knew I was walking uh, into more when we just, yeah. All right, so. Just stop talking. Back to your uh, legal questions. Right. Okay. In my lane here. Uh, let me see here. Okay, so, all right, I'm going to try and give you this one. All right, so apparently this guy went to a restaurant and he was leaving. He tapped a wall at the restaurant with his car. Cinder blocks crumbled. Gave the owner his ID, etc. Yep. Said he'd pay for damages. Yep. Also called and said, I have a contractor to handle. Owner responds saying uh, he needs me to pay 750 for damages. I said, no, I got quoted 300 max. Now my insurance company called me because of a claim. I never gave my insurance company info to the guy. Did he get it illegally? Am I, have, I wrong? I have no idea how he got the insurance information. What I will tell you is that if the insurance company is now involved, they're the ones that are going to work this out with it, with a property owner. Uh, while I recognize you might be able to get quotes that are less, unfortunately, it's not always how it works. And as you could imagine, the insurance company is just going to want to make their client whole. It's like when you get a car when you get in a car accident, right? If you are the victim, like he would be the victim because he's the property owner. He gets to call the shot as to who fixes it. I know that the, the yeah. insurance companies try to steer you where they want, but you could say, no, I want my guy to fix it, right? right. That's, and you, it's, it's sort of like, you know, they can't yeah. say, well, you know, I want you to go to one right. hospital over another. Exactly. That's not how that works. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Scotty. Is it legal for, uh, excuse me, is it legal for an apartment manager to dictate where people can hang out in the public spaces or around an apartment complex? Yeah, if the, if the property owner owns all of those spaces, we call them common areas, then they can restrict where people are allowed to congregate. So there's so difference. Not, when we talk about public spaces versus private spaces that are common spaces, right. there's a difference there. Okay. So uh, I think there is the distinction you need to be kind of thinking about. Go ahead, Laura. Uh, if I had a minor living with me for eight months and the home she came from were collecting her social security checks, is there anything I can do to get back pay? You know, that's something I'd have to research on air, off of air. I mean, that's not an area of practice that I'm, I'm intimately familiar with, so I'd want to give the right answer, and I, I can't say. Okay. Uh, let me see here. I, uh, da -da 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 -da. Yeah, okay. You're right. I have another one. Um, is there a way to find out and do research on everything that I was entitled to in a family member's will because the person that was in charge of it has fallen off the face of the earth and is or is hiding? 
Wow. So uh, if there's been a will that's been placed on file with the probate court, you can certainly uh, you know, seek to obtain that, that document. And if it lays out what the obligations are of the executor and that executor is not available, consulting with counsel, trying to have substitute uh, executor or executress enter into the, uh, the probate court to distribute the will and the assets that would be provided um, are something I think you might need to do if, if you can't find the executor or executrix. Uh, Ryan has said before that flashing your high beams to warn a, of a police officer ahead is an offense. But back when I started driving, you couldn't pull back on your directional to flash your lights. So we uh, would turn our lights on and off uh, on low beam. Would this be illegal to do since no high beams were used? So, I mean, in, in that circumstance, if you're shutting off your lights after sunset and before the sunrise, obviously you're going to be running afoul of having the lights be illuminated during the period of time for which they must be lit. So, I, again, I would tell you that it, I recognize what people are trying to do, keep people from getting speeding tickets. But at the same time, you don't want to run afoul of the law yourselves by, you know, turning off your lights when it's dark out. Yeah. You know, whether it's high beams or low beams. But I always get nervous because uh, on, on, our, on our travels to Manchester now, I take a lot of back roads and there's a lot of deer. So sometimes if I see stuff, yeah. I, I go a little bit further. And if somebody's coming the other way, I flash my lights out. And I understand that. But the problem is that if you're if you're going to expose the oncoming traffic to their high beams, you might inadvertently blind them. And that's the whole purpose of failure to dim statues. They want people who are facing oncoming traffic to dim their lights so that they're not blinded by the oncoming traffic. I, I, I totally respect and understand what you're talking about because there's a lot of wildlife on yep. the move right now. Uh, it's hunting season. I know we're going to have some folk coming in here from fishing game later. Uh, in the week, and so certainly they're going to probably talk about just the movement of yeah. animals, whether it's whether it's deer, whether it's wild turkey, that sort of thing. But the idea is that if you're causing another person to have a temporary blindness by by flashing their lights, you actually are not only breaking the law but could create an accident. I got stopped by you're a, to avoid. a police officer because uh, he came over the crest of a hill. My high beams were on, and they they go on automatically when a car when it, it detects other headlights, it, they shut off, right? right? But it didn't happen in time, right? So. The guy pulls me over yep. and he says, you know, like, what were, you, what were your high beams on for? And I'm like, they, I don't control them, sir. I mean, they just do it automatically. And he, he, he was chilled. But it was, I, I thought, wow, that was weird to stop me for that, like, two-second thing. You know, listen, it, after 9 o'clock, one in three drivers is considered to be DUI. These are statistics that are played oh. out by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So any time an officer has an opportunity to consult with uh, or to pull a driver over for even the most minor traffic infraction, mm -hmm. they may be just seeking to find out, you know, are you okay? Okay, so I don't even mind that. I don't even mind that. I understand I, that, but I, you know, don't even mind that. I just, you know, a little bit of an attitude. Yeah, um, I got it. Uh, Crutchy, I have a quick question to ask. I have a friend that has siblings that the parent has left to her kids. Can one of the siblings have one of their family members taken off the name on a will? Well, wow, that's a very complex well, question. I don't get it. And I don't understand it quite fully, so perhaps you could forward that to me. I can talk to them off, okay. off air. We can, yeah. There's counsel in my office that, that actually handles these kinds of matters. We can direct them to them okay. and get the right answer. Laura. Um, if my ex who I'm paying alimony to cohabited for a year with his girlfriend, and after I filed a motion to terminate the alimony, he supposedly terminated the relationship. Can I get reimbursed for my alimony that I paid during this? So we'd have to take a look at the divorce decree because that's going to set forth the terms and conditions for which alimony is to be obligated uh, to be paid. So without knowing what that document says, I can't say specifically whether or not there would be some sort of uh, reimbursement for those kinds of expenses. And I'd want to know more about the inf about that uh, circumstance. Hmm. Uh, is it legal to have a dash cam that records video and audio facing the road in my new vehicle? 
So, so facing forward. So it's facing forward. The difficulty becomes if there are parties inside your car that don't know that they're being audio recorded, there's where you run afoul of the law. All parties must consent to the recordings, and so you'd want to have some sort of notice inside your vehicle that you're, the conversation being audio and video recorded so that everybody's aware that that's happening and that they have the opportunity to say, listen, I don't want to be recorded. A little bit of a complicated situation, but long story short, my mef- my nephew's father won't sign papers to transfer guardianship. His mother has signed these papers. They are separated. How would my nephew find a lawyer to get emancipated? The father lives in New Hampshire, mother moved to Vermont, and the mother was the legal guardian. So what I would do is, you know, they can certainly contact our office. We have individuals on staff that can try and assist them with trying to get that guardianship uh, either removed or instituted, depending upon where that circumstance takes place. If, in fact, one of the parties is outside the jurisdiction, we may need to find counsel in that other state to assist us in trying to make that happen. Um, But there is counsel that we can talk to, they can talk to, to try and get that to happen for them. Yesterday, I received a letter that as of the end of this month, my landlord's going to terminate my lease because he wants to increase my rent from thirteen twenty-five to fifteen fifty a month. Uh, since he took over in twenty nineteen, I haven't seen a physical copy of my lease. My lease doesn't expire until February of next year. He's already increased my rent in February of this year. What are my options? I I, I can sign the paperwork I was given to accept a new lease with the increase in rent starting December 1st. So RSA 540A is the statute which talks about landlord-tenant relationships. And what I would tell you is that the, the lease agreement that you sign is going to lay out the lease term and the obligations that you as a tenant have to the, to the, to the landlord. Also, it sets forth the obligations that the landlord has to you as a tenant. And so in that document, it's going to lay out whether or not there's an opportunity for escalation of, of rent, whether or not you've agreed to certain escalation of rent during a period of time of the lease. And so the document itself is going to give you the answer about whether or not you need to sign new documentation to have that increase in rent. If you don't have a lease, for example, then you're considered a tenant at will. And so whatever the lease term was from the le- from the previous lease is what would control in the new circumstance. However, the landlord must give you proper notice for changing those circumstances Again, I know it's a long and complex answer, but what we can do is certainly give you more detail off air. Well, I, I'm just sitting here thinking because rents are going up everywhere, right? Yeah. And, yes. you know, the, the, rent the is property taxes are going up and all that stuff and everything. But <laughs> is there, he, didn't, he just quoted that. I know. Is I, there, there's is, a guy. There's a candidate. I know there was. Oh, okay. I know. That's where I got it from. I know yeah. you're talking about. I had a guy had a big leg, white beard. I, I remember yes, that guy. that's yeah. the guy. I know. Okay. I just said I know like three times. <laughs> all right. Um, but is there anything in the law? I feel like I just got shamed. Because when, when, uh, when, when people, when land uh, property owners do this, and look, I'm not knocking. I know they got bills to pay too, but sometimes the rent increases are so unreasonable. It's almost like they want you out. Is there any protection for someone? Like, look, you go to someone, you say, "I'm going to increase your uh, rent a thousand dollars." Unless you're living in a rent-controlled, you know, apartment where there's is something of that nature which prohibits landlords from increasing the rent over a period of time, you, there's very little protection out there for tenants outside of what might be provided for in the lease. I mean, we've seen this here in New Hampshire. It's, it's a, there's a public housing crisis here yeah. in the state. Uh, I know that the, the, the folks in, in Concord are doing their best to work on it, but we need to find a way uh, of solving this because you're absolutely right. Rents are escalating. Yeah, but people can be stuck, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they can, can get stuck be. in it. Go ahead, Laura. What is the law pertaining to making public racial slurs? What are the consequences? Well, it depends on if it's determined to be hate speech and how that would actually come out, the circumstances of which I would have to examine in a fact on a case-by-case basis. As everyone knows, the Constitution provides certain protections for individuals making certain statements. But again, it doesn't mean that it's a blanket uh, uh, prohibition or a blanket permission. Those are circumstances that must be examined uh, as a fact-based determination. 
the world has lost its mind. Oh, it really has. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it really crazy. has. I mean, you look at crazy. the statements by Kanye and, and others about, about, about Jews and anyone else. I mean, it can be a slippery slope, and it's not something you want to, you know, yeah. get involved in. Um, boy, we rolled through some questions. Yes, man. we did. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got did. some stuff done there. Nice job, Thank counselor. you so oh, much. Wait a minute. Jimmy Dunn, you have Jimmy a question. Dun- oh, Jimmy no. Dunn has Here we a question. Go. I got a quick question, counselor. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> why are you turning your head like yeah, that? Why are you getting all nervous, right? No, no, no. This is, this is a legitimate concern that I'm having um, yeah. every Tuesday morning. Uh, if, if I'm driving across uh, Route 101 mm-hmm. and some idiot is doing 50 miles an hour in the left lane. And he's clearly reading an email because he's got his reading glasses down at his nose. Can I smash into him legally? Now it's your turn. No. No. <laughs> no. Why is that? Well, it seems breaking, like a re- he's breaking six laws. It, it seems like breaking, a reasonable it, it, it request. Goes, you know, but we go back to that whole two wrongs don't make a right, right. thing. Sometimes it you does. Know, it just Sometimes a wrong does just, make a right. It doesn't work that Oh, here we yeah. go. Okay. Let me let me stay precedent. I don't know if you saw Ty Dillon this week in the NASCAR race, but that guy in front of him was just out in his way. He just gave him a little tap on the back bumper and he went around. That's all. I'm not looking to... Yeah. So I don't really know who Ty Dillon is, right? Um, and I, right. well, and, and I do I do know what NASCAR is. That's yeah. the the guys that drive mm-hmm. around in a circle, yeah, good for you, round and round and round. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see this a, a movie called Talladega Nights, yes. right? Yes. And and there's something like is it this? He has some expression like bumping and. Smashing uh, that doesn't really you're looking for shake and bake or rubbing raisin. Okay, either see, one. Not okay on Route 101. Okay. No, right. not okay. All Friends right. of State Police would back me up on this. Okay, well, not something you want to do on 101. Invisible fire. I, I think a few of the state police would be on my side on this one. We're out of Guys, reading an email. We're out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.